Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. I'm at a loss for words. (laughs) This game is out of control. We've had, what, five? Five reviews in the last minute 58. Uh, And DeAndre Ayton just had a tip in. Apparently it took two-tenths of a second to tip the ball in. So the Clippers will now inbound, I believe, from the length of the court. I mean, this this is a, a ref show of all ref shows. Uh, Brian just tweeted us on Twitter and said that should not have counted. It was in the cylinder, but it wasn't a shot. It was a pass. I, I, well, you can't the, the, score there. Well, and it I, wasn't. The, I don't think. I don't even think. I, in all honesty, I thought the ball was outside the cylinder when he grabbed. When he it. touched it, like it was just again. It was just such a bizarre play. You don't see that very often, uh, where it's just not like a clean catch in a jam. I thought the basket was fine. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I'm baffled by the fact that only two-tenths of a second came off the clock. That I don't understand. So they will have they have no timeouts, so they can't advance the ball, the Suns, or excuse me, the Clippers. So they will have to uh, go the length of the floor here. There still seems to be confusion. By the way, you know, this is always fun when we're watching this without the sound, <laughs> so I have no idea what the broadcasters are saying. Uh, all we can go by is the score and, and what we're seeing with our eyes. Uh, but more ref show going on at the scorer's table, which is just uh, awful to watch. But uh, Paul George, you know, he has played really well uh, since Kawhi Leonard got hurt. But those two free throws that he missed in a one-point game allowed Phoenix the opportunity to take the lead on a bucket. So they, they missed a corner three, 
Inbounds comes and DeAndre Ayton on a back screen and Sean King, kind enough to join us uh, for the entire hour, I thought made a good point. I mean, he felt like De uh, Devin Booker was moving on that screen and uh, Ayton is able to dunk it over Zubats. Make it 104-103. Apparently the delay is because they're trying to figure out who should be on the floor right now because no, there can't be any substitutions in between because there was no actual timeout. It was just the replay right, it was review. Just, and it's just a bucket. So it, has, so it has to be George Batum, Zubak. I, was that Pat Bev on the far side, or was that Reggie Jackson, or is Pat Bev, did Pat Bev recover from uh, from uh, the uh, the flop earlier? So yet? I think uh, Reggie Jackson is coming off the floor right now. Uh, yeah, so there is no yeah there was no stoppage it, it technically because it was just a bucket. Right. Uh, so there you're not allowed to substitute after a made bucket without using a timeout. Neither team had a timeout. So now Nicholas Batum will inbound seven tenths of a second to go. One oh four, one oh three. And Phoenix a chance to take a 2-0 series lead in a in a just a crazy finish. Paul George catches get it doesn't off. matter, and game is over. The Phoenix Suns have defeated the Los Angeles Clippers. So uh, all numbers cover on the Phoenix Sun. Uh, excuse me, on the Clippers. We talked about the four and a half. I grabbed it in game at five and a half. Uh, so that is able to come home. Unfortunately for for you guys, the total doesn't get there. But DeAndre Ayton had himself a night. Not only did he have the Duncan uh, at to, to give them the ultimate lead, 104-103, 14 rebounds, 24 points, 12 of 15 from the field. This has really been just a tremendous postseason for DeAndre Ayton because to an extent, Jeff, you think about who was drafted after him? Luka Doncic, Trey Young. DeAndre Ayton was kind of the forgotten guy. This postseason has put DeAndre Ayton on the forefront uh, on everyone's mind and radar. The games he was having against the Lakers early on in that series. When they win game one, they lose the next two, but he had 20 in all three of those. And then he plays extremely well against Denver. He goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Nikola Jokic. And now he, here he is. Uh, against the Clippers, and uh, 20 points in Game 1, 24 points here tonight. Yeah, look, again, people are saying Aiden was a bust. Yep. And now he has been phenomenal this postseason. And look, when you have two great players go after you like Doncic and Trey Young, uh, you're going you're gonna to hear that noise. But good for Aiden. And again, the Suns win without CP3 again, up two games to none here. Yeah, crazy game and a lot to break down. Hopefully, JVT is going to be all right. He'll join us right now. Rolling. It's hour three of the nightcap here on VSIN. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks again to Sean King for hanging out for the entire hour with us. He, he was only scheduled to do one segment. We said, hey, you want to stick around? I said, sure, why not? On family vacation. And he said, yeah, I'll hang out with Jeff and Tim for an hour. So oh, I can think of a lot better things to do <laughs> with my time in Las Vegas. But appreciate uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback Sean King for hanging out with us. And uh, unfortunately for him, he did have Clippers on the money line tonight. Uh, that was not a, a great way for him to exit. But he did have the Canadians at plus uh, 200, I believe, tonight as they won 4-1. to one. Instant analysis. We Usually when we have JVT on, it's there's some buffer between games. But this game... 
just concluded, JVT. Uh, what a cluster in that last two minutes. We had five reviews. Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, Paul George misses a couple free throws. DeAndre Ayton, you know, with the dunk at the end, should it have counted? You know, what what was your biggest takeaway there and in, in what was just a crazy final two minutes? Well, I, you know, I generally like to go positive with a lot of these things, so I yeah. want to look at Monty Williams because let's talk about the fact that they scheme up a great play where Booker gets doubled and they have an open corner three for Bridges, which he eventually doesn't hit, right? But it goes out of bounds and Phoenix gets the ball back. Then schemes up yet another brilliant play on the inbound, which allows DeAndre Ayton to then put the ball in with you know, what was it, eight-tenths of a second or seven-tenths of a second, however long that eternity just took right now, to get that final shot off. But I like I think that the Suns, and specifically Monty Williams, deserve a lot of credit for those last two plays. Two wide-open and very good looks, one of them which down, uh, went down to win the game. Uh, Monty Williams was my coach of the year, but I, I generally my thought was to go positive, man, because Monty Williams coached a hell of a game down those last two possessions, and the reason why the Phoenix Suns won. So, JVT, two games to none. No CP3 so far for Phoenix. We don't know if Kawhi Leonard is going to be able to come back at all in this series. We assume CP3 is going to be back either for Game 3 or Game 4, but again, still unknown with the COVID protocols. Just what is your feel for the Clippers now after losing this game where they nearly stole this one in Phoenix tonight? Right, and I, I don't think you can be overtly negative with L.A., right? I mean, let's think about just today, for example, if you took that lead late in this contest and Paul George hit his only three-point shot in the fourth quarter, had an abysmal game from the floor, missed both of those free throws, and yet there you were with a chance to potentially steal that game, right, to use your term. Uh, so I think if you're the Los Angeles Clipper, you're feeling generally positive about everything. And here's the, here's the other thing as well. Right. Well, Tim, what did I tell you before the game started? You texted me. We were talking about the game real briefly. Mm-hmm. But Marcus Morris plays that I feel comfortable for the yep. Clippers. Marcus Morris only played in the first half. You know, he's still pretty banged up. So if Morris is going to be relatively healthy, again, like you, you feel a little bit better about it. That Chris Paul coming back does hurt because he'd rather be 1-1 going back to L.A. with Chris Paul coming back. And it looks like he'll be back for game three. So, like, it's not all doom and gloom for the Clippers. But you'd much rather, obviously, be tied 1-1 going back home with Chris Paul potentially on the, on the return as opposed to down 2 nothing with Chris Paul coming back. But as you mentioned, you know, there is the looming cloud of Kawhi Leonard. And I'm pretty adamant if Kawhi comes back, this is a series that the Clippers can win. But, you know, he's got to come back sooner rather than later. And if he's not, you're obviously up against it. Yeah, and as we've seen, players coming back from injury this postseason, you look at James Harden, obviously Anthony Davis lasted all of four minutes, so what should we expect if Kawhi even comes back? Uh, That is a big question as we chat with JVT uh, here on the nightcap. 104-103, the Suns uh, get it done, and you know, it's funny, JVT, uh, it goes to, I was waiting to to see confirmation, because, you know, we texted last night, as you mentioned, I was going to take the five and a half, I waited until this morning, it gets to four and a half, and I'm like, all right, well, I, maybe I won't play it. Jeff said, I'll just wait in-game. First media timeout, it goes to five and a half. So that's where I jumped on the Clippers. I was like, all right, got back to my starting point. I'll grab the five and a half here with the Clippers. Uh, that's able to come home. But, um, you know, looking at the performance from Devin Booker, um, and I, I, I think we could kind of throw this to the Hawks a little bit too. 
You win this game, Devin Booker gets you know hit in the nose on a kind of a bizarre play where he pump fakes and and uh, and Pat Bev hits him in the nose and he's got you know stuffed up gauze up there. He only goes five of sixteen, uh, one of three from uh, three, well under his player prop of thirty and a half. Finishes with twenty points. So for the Suns to win this game, like you mentioned, you look at the positive and the way Monty Williams schemed it up. I mean, you have to be thanking your lucky stars. No Chris Paul. Devin Booker gets whacked in the nose, and he goes 5 of 16, and you're now up 2-0. So, you know, for the Suns, they have to be pretty thrilled of where they are, knowing that they haven't gotten the best. They didn't get the best from Devin Booker tonight, and Chris Paul has missed the first two games. Yeah, I, you know what's funny is I, I think this, this series, it's it, it not guaranteed that it's going to take on the same result. Uh, but this series is somewhat reminiscent of the Clippers series against Utah, right? You know, the two games in Utah, uh, you go in that first game where it's a poor first half shooting-wise for the Utah Jazz. They ultimately come back extremely well in the second half, win that game, and then we know what happened in game two where they win that one as well. And you look at what happened here, you know, two very close games. Game one, for example, in this series, what happened just the other day where they're down over the Clippers down three with 4-2, 4.2 left to turn it over, get the ball up, everything that happened in the end of that game, or was it four? Regardless, you know, these are two tightly contested games for the Clippers on the road. Now you go back home. So maybe playing at home will help you out here a little bit. But you're right, like the Suns, you can make the case for them, right? You can spin your evidence any way you want it. The Suns come out of here looking great because you win a game in which your key role player, Devin Booker, didn't perform well and broke his nose. So, no, you're absolutely right. Like, I think, like, it was a really, it was a great game. It was a great performance from both sides. Uh, but obviously the Suns are feeling great because you got away with an ugly performance from your offense in this game too, and now you're up 2 nothing with Chris Paul, your general, coming back, and you're going on the road. So uh, it's, a, it's a very good spot, obviously, to be in up 2 nothing for the uh, Phoenix Suns. JVT flipping over to the series that begins tomorrow, Game 1, Eastern Conference Finals, Hawks and Bucks. Uh, right now at DraftKings, Hawks getting 7 in that one. Uh, Bucks obviously a huge favorite. Uh, nearing $4 uh, in the series price in most spots. Just what's, what's your thoughts going into game one, JVT, and then just at large for this series? So I, I wrote it up. It's going to be a point for the weekly the series preview this. Put it up on the website, too. Um, but I, ultimately, Jeff, I took, I took Milwaukee in five. And I think that the Bucks are – there's a lot of things that, that I think work in the Bucks' favor. And I'm writing about, writing about it in – in life today, we're a couple of things, right? One, we'll start with Trey Young. You know, Tim, you and I discussed it many times when I was filling in with you last week. When you looked at what the Atlanta Hawks tried to do defensively, they tried to hide Trey Young on Seth Curry. Didn't work out. Seth Curry burned him throughout that entire series. He's absolutely brilliant. 21 points, 60% shooting from the floor. Trey Young was lost in a matchup like that. They're going to try to hide him on P.J. Tucker. And P.J. Tucker's not going to run him through screens like Seth Curry was off ball in a lot of those possessions. Uh, but he's going to be giving up a lot of offensive rebounds. P.J. Tucker's going to post them up. It's going to still be a rough matchup for Trey Young. On the other side, Trey Young's going to get Drew Holiday on almost every single possession in terms of a defensive matchup. Chris Middleton can match up with Kevin Herter, right? You have all sorts of defensive issues, or excuse me, pieces for the Milwaukee Bucks that they can throw at the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and I just think that there's so many things that's been off of that they are going to work in their favor. And, and who are the Hawks handling in terms of Giannis? Is it Clint Capella? Is it John Collins? Either way, it's a mismatch, whether it's size against John Collins or speed and dexterity against a Clint Capella. I just think there's so many different things that work for the Milwaukee Bucks on a matchup-to-matchup basis that, that I think ultimately that this is going to be a series that might be on a game-to-game basis, tightly contested, but ultimately falls short in terms of length. So I think this is going to be five really tightly contested games. 
that Milwaukee's eventually going to win this series. Yeah, and JVT, I was talking about it last night, and it's so tricky uh, if you do like the Bucks. I think like all of us, um, you know, to bet this series – uh, because of of the you know inflated price or for for Milwaukee and and I think trying to find that exact result um, would you be you know at four to one you know in five I I was saying it last night JVT I, I wouldn't be surprised and this wasn't a, is it, this isn't an indictment on the Hawks but it just feels like the Bucks finally got over that hump of beating a really talented team in the postseason. And I just wouldn't be surprised if a sweep was looming, just because I, I how do you think Trey Young can perform with Drew Holiday against? I mean, it it is no picnic now for him going up against Drew Holiday, most likely for the majority of these games. Yeah, and look, let's we'll put it when you look at Atlanta. You know, you win a series for a three, Tim, and you still post a negative three point four net rating in that series, right? You know, it tells you a little bit of of how that series went against the Philadelphia 76ers. And look, we should, I should be clear too, right? There is a universe or a simulation in which the Atlanta Hawks uh, have a lot of success offensively, right? Because we have this drop coverage that the Milwaukee Bucks run a lot of the times defensively. And Trey Young is going to have to hit a bunch of floaters, and he can do that, right? A floater is one of his main weapons. And him exploiting that soft area of the floor, which the Bucks are going to give him, that is something that could potentially happen. And when that starts to happen, you can kick it out to open shooters, and you can exploit the 29th-ranked defense in the regular season along the perimeter. So there is things that the Atlanta Hawks can do. So I don't want to sound dismissive of them. But to your point, you know, again, Giannis, regular season, 24.3 points on 65% shooting, 11 rebounds, 4.7 assists. There is no answer for him, right? Trey Young, you can't, you're going to try to hide him on P.J. Tucker. There's nothing really there in terms of you being able to hide him successfully because they're going to go after him as well, and he's going to find himself guarding a Drew Holiday. He's going to find himself on Chris Middleton, and those possessions should be successful for the Milwaukee Bucks. And to your point, just anecdotally, right, the Milwaukee Bucks down 3-2, the way that they lost that game, being able to win two consecutive games, the game seven on the road now coming on to take on the Atlanta Hawks. You know, there's just there's a lot of things that kind of work in the favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. So the Hawks are really good, and Nate McMillan's done a really good job. I, I just think from a matchup perspective, from everything else, I, there's a lot of edges in the Bucks' favor. And to your point, I, I picked them in five. If they win in four, four very tightly contested games, I, I wouldn't be really surprised. JVT, uh, just just to put the uh, the shoe on the other foot for a second here, what would the path be to Atlanta pulling the upset here? Yeah, so like I mentioned, right, it's it's Trey Young pick and roll with Clint Capella, and it's not even so much Clint Capella Jeff having success. It's it's more so watch on these defensive possessions. What do we talk about all the time with the Milwaukee Bucks? Don't really like to switch. They'll play drop coverage with Brooke Lopez. Every time you play drop coverage, you get the soft middle area of the floor, right, where there's a free throw line. Trey Young has a brilliant floater. Right? I, even, I think I sarcastically put it, he's shooting like 95% on the floater <laughs> in the postseason because he, every time he seems to put it up, it goes down. And so when those start to go down, and then all of a sudden Drew Holiday starts to fight through the screens and starts to play over them a little bit more to not give you that space, and then you start to take it out to open shooters, then you can start to shoot the ball really well against a perimeter that has not been very good. And you have the shooters to do that, right? There's John Collins, there's Kevin Herter, there's Bogdan Bogdanovich. There's a lot of guys on this team. Solomon Hill at times can be relatively solid uh, in terms of his three-point shooting. So that's the, the path there, right? And that's why I think a lot of these games are going to be really competitive but ultimately, there's so many edges that play out in Milwaukee's favor because there are things that the Hawks can do that are going to bother the Milwaukee Bucks. It's why I think they are going to win a game and why I think each of these games is going to be very tightly contested. But at the end of the day, you know, when what Milwaukee does, I think, is going to be so sustainable on a possession-to-possession basis, 
they'll ultimately win out. But I think that is the path for Atlanta for sure. Talking once again to JVT, our senior NBA analyst at me, JVT, on Twitter, 104-103, the final tonight in Phoenix to take a 2-0 series lead over the Clippers. DeAndre Ayton, a dunk with less than a second to play on an inbounds pass. Um, you know, sticking with this Bucks hawks series, I asked Jim Root this question. Curious your thoughts. You know, depth is something... Uh, that was an issue against Brooklyn. Um, you know, they couldn't trust Bryn Forbes in that series. Can a guy like Bryn Forbes uh, be effective in this series? And what do we expect from P.J. Tucker? We know he was out there to just guard Kevin Durant, not the strongest offensive player. What kind of role do you expect to see from P.J. Tucker in this series? Now, when you started with the P, I you are going to say Pat Connaughton. Um, no, <laughs> Nine points no, in I that think... clincher, just saying, just saying, JVT, you know. Insanely high bar to climb for a good old Pat Connaughton. <laughs> um, so, so I think when you're looking at this series, you know, it's funny how we, you know, throughout the postseason, you guys know this, you know, your rotations change on a series series basis depending on, you know, how matchups work, right? A good example is this series we're watching right now. Pat Beverly couldn't sniff the floor against the Dallas Mavericks. Patrick Beverly at the end of that Utah series and in the Sun series has been great for the Los Angeles Clippers in terms of keeping them in these games against Phoenix and ultimately winning that series against Utah. So the Bucks bench, I think, is going to expand a little bit, right? We're going to see Bobby Portis. Remember, Bobby Portis is a Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucky. I think you'll be able to see him uh, a little bit more, right? You mentioned Bryn Forbes. You know, when we Bryn Forbes and Pat Connaughton, they were, for lack of a better term, liabilities defensively, right? Because the second they went out there, we saw that in the – Tim, you and I sat next to each other yep. and watched them go after Pat Connaughton, possession after possession after possession. So you're probably not going to use Pat Connaughton a lot. Well, there's not really anybody who's going to hunt Pat Connaughton with the success that Kevin Durant did, right? So Pat Connaughton and Bryn Forbes all of a sudden are much more likely to find some really big minutes in a series like this as opposed to a series like with uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So I think you will see the bench expand a little bit more. You're going to see more Bobby Porters. You're going to see more Bryn Forbes. And maybe that's where, right, the Milwaukee Bucks, maybe they throw out a Bryn Forbes in the starter lineup as opposed to a P.J. Tucker. And then you can try to put Trey Young on him. But that's more of a Seth Curry-type vibe, right? Because Bryn Forbes will run through off-ball screens. He will try to make Trey Young work off-ball. So, yeah, there's a lot of interesting matchups here in this series. But I do think your ultimate point is correct. Like, the bench is going to expand for the Milwaukee Bucks. And as far as P.J. Tucker goes, look, he's a solid defensive player and a corner three-point shooter. The Bucks are going to use him. He's going to be in that starting lineup. And he's still going to be just as effective. He just won't need to be as demanded of, right, defensively, because there is no elite wing player like a Kevin Durant on the floor this time around. JVT will be up bright and early tomorrow morning. He will be on Follow the Money. Uh, just before we let you go, 30 seconds. You said you expect some tightly contested games. Would you take the points with Atlanta tomorrow? Yeah, what, what is it right now? I've been checked for like an hour. Seven and a half. Yeah, see, like seven and a half, I think, is something worth looking at there. I think that these are going to be some tightly contested games. And a quick correction, I hope I'm not on follow the money because I'm also on my guys in the desert. So that oh. would be a tough Oh, thing. I got my days wrong. It, I'm sorry. It, 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 it is Wednesday yeah, it's tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Too. My bad. I got, I got my days wrong. It'll be on uh, my guys in the desert. He'll, he'll get to sleep in and be on the afternoon. <laughs> yes, uh, my guys in the yeah, desert. The He's price? been on follow the money. There you go. Get some sleep, JVT. I, I apparently need it. There you go. There he is, JVT. I, I even pulled. Don't, up, don't scare the guy like I that. I even Come pulled on. up the schedule. <laughs> I did my homework. I pulled up the schedule. I had it up on my computer, and I read it incorrectly. <laughs> JVT will not be on Follow the Money. He will be on uh, My Guys in the Desert. This is the nightcap. I'm pretty sure. We're coming back here on Visa. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We keep it rolling here on the nightcap. What a what a wild night! Uh, as you don't say, the Los Angeles Clippers win. Excuse me, lose the Phoenix Suns win. See, I can't get it right. I get JVTs on the wrong show. Uh, I'm I'm all I'm all out of whack. The Suns win. DeAndre Ayton dunk at the buzzer. Um, this Suns team has now won nine straight games in this postseason. Incredible. Down two games to one against the Lakers. Anthony Davis gets hurt in game four. They were up three at the half at that time. Four? Four at that. 54 to 50. They go on to win that game. And tonight's the first time they haven't covered Jeff 
since that loss in game three against the Lakers. They have been covering machines. They don't get it done tonight. Covering-wise, they don't care. They win. They're up 2-0. Maybe they get Chris Paul back. I believe Chris Paul is in Los Angeles. He is. Uh, so it's not like travel is a, is an issue. So for him, hopefully, uh, things get cleared up. He's able to go for game three. Uh, and then, you know, the questions about Kawhi Leonard. I don't think he's playing. I know some people believe that he could play. Uh, my my gut tells me he's not playing. At least from you know the reports that we heard from Brian Windhorst and Ramona Shelbourne, that was that was the the seemed to be the the way it was was wind was blowing. But as I brought up to JVT, look at the players who came back from injury. James Harden, how effective was he right away? Not at all. Anthony Davis lasted four minutes. Yeah. Mike Conley. I mean these. Connolly looked the best of all of them. He did, and he, and, he, and, he, and he was not effective at all. And he played, yeah, he looked the best. And and I guess you could say, I mean, they won the game hard and came back. That's because Kevin Durant had 49, no, 17, I and 10. Mean, I mean, again, that was not because James Harden was on the court. Right. So how effective will Kawhi be if he, if he even comes back? I don't think he's coming back. Um, but, hey, the Clippers are got him right where they want him, down 0-2. They have now been down 0-2 in all three series can they do it again with Chris Paul return I mean this was a game as JVT alluded to this was the game you had to have you just had to have this game no Chris Paul steal one on the road it was right there for the taking and Paul George man it's hard for him to uh to outrun this this uh this playoff uh reputation he missed five free throws tonight, as StatMuse pointed out on Twitter. He hasn't missed that many free throws in a game since eight seasons ago. Oh. Missed five free throws, two in the final ten seconds of the game. Eight seasons? Eight seasons. That uh, That's just bad timing more than anything. Right? And look... It was kind of a ball-don't-lie situation, even though, again, I know there's no exact science to that because the previous possession, like, it's kind of like that play with Moretti in the, in the Texas Tech-UVA National Championship game in 2019 where, like, for 80 years of basketball, that would have been Phoenix's ball. Mm-hmm. But now we have, like, like, a matter of centimeters, basically, on replay saying, oh, that's off Booker, even though, like, come on, the only reason the ball went out of bounds was because Beverly actually then fouled him then if uh, if Booker was the last one to touch it. So, uh, but but in the end, I, I think the right team ended up winning tonight. Phoenix getting it done. And, uh, again, just redemption for DeAndre Aiden in this postseason. And he is just continuing to be outstanding. Another situation, um, you know, you could have got him. I played him at 15 and a half. There were 16 and a halfs out there, and he's been a guy that really, especially early on in the postseason against the Lakers, he was an over machine. Uh, he gets there in game one of this series. The overs uh, were kind of a mixed bag uh, against Denver. He had got the over in game one in his player prop against Denver, missed it just by a half point in game two, and then missed it the next two games. But for him in that Denver series, it was it was trying to match Nikola Jokic, the league MVP, and he did just that. This has been just an unbelievable postseason for DeAndre Ayton and for others. You know, campaign had 29 points tonight. Camp, the dude, what, he's playing in China, like, earlier this year? I mean, the Bulls said he couldn't play after two practices. So, uh, 
It is, and, and I thought JVT brought up another great point. Mikael Bridges misses an open three, but it was a great play. Ball movement, you got a wide open look, then the ball gets deflected out of bounds. What do they draw up? You were trying to point out, hey, go to this corner. And I, well, that, but they, that was the actual... Did I say lob? I think I said you lob. Did, Can we but, check but, the tape? But they did have the, 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 no, diversion, of the diversion of getting trying to get both Booker and, uh, or excuse me, Bridges and Johnson in that corner, drawing people enough away. Booker kind of... And Booker just the, gets in the way. Just gets in the way nicely. And then Aiton, you can't, you can't get beat of your Zubak. But again, incredible play drawn up by Monty Williams. A great execution. What a, what a pass by and Jay a perfect, Crowder. It was a perfect pass by Jay Crowder. 104-103. The Suns now have a 2-0 series lead over the Los Angeles Clippers. Wasn't such a joyous evening for the hometown Vegas Golden nope. Knights. It's the nightcap here on Decent. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, as you know, and our experts, oh, they're busy, covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst, who you heard from earlier this hour, Jonathan Von Tobel, he's got all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com and our daily members only best bet emails now's the time to cash in this playoff season sign up for your 10-day free trial vsin.com backslash subscribe it is the nightcap here on vsin as the clippers fall to the suns 104 to 103 they do cover the four and a half in game at spots um but at the end of the day, the Suns now have a 2-0 series lead. And, uh, Jeff, we've got an early line. What is it? Seeing Phoenix minus one. Interesting. Yeah, it's a little surprised. Now, I would say if you like the Clippers, don't bet it. Because I would wait until the news comes out about Chris Paul. I agree. Because if Chris Paul plays, this line's going up in, in favor of Phoenix. And I... You know, I, I think I might be tempted to grab the Clippers on the money line if this were to get to two or three, get a little plus money. Because right now, a minus one, maybe you get even money on, eh, probably minus 105 uh, on the money line. Um, but I, I, you, I'll let you have the, what you, you were saying during the break when it comes to this Clippers team. So I don't, I don't feel like they're getting swept even if Kawhi doesn't come back. I agree. And even if CP3 win or plays, I still feel like this is, again, game three is always the game usually. Like, if you're not going to get swept, you usually win game three. That's usually what happens, Tim. So uh, I, I, would, I, would, I agree with you. I would be patient. I would wait on the Clippers here and just go from there. This from ESPN Stats and Information. Entering tonight's game, Paul George went 0 for 2 from the free throw line just once this season. February 21st against Brooklyn with 9.44 to go in the third quarter. He went exactly 2 for 2 from the free throw line 104 times this season entering tonight with 7.8 seconds to go with the Clippers leading by one. He missed a pair of free throws, and the Suns were able to come down, 
They missed a three. Ball gets deflected out of bounds. Last touch by the Clippers. And then Jay Crowder to DeAndre Ayton for the game-winning bucket. It's going to be tough to live down. Ball don't lie, Tim. It's going to be tough to live down. And, yes, a very questionable call. What just – it was as entertaining as that game was, it was a painful Painful watch. Jim, it was 33 minutes for the last two and a half minutes of that game. The last point nine took nine and a half minutes real time. Like, that shouldn't happen. Last 90 seconds took 33 minutes in real time. Oh, I mean, crazy. There were as many reviews as field goals in the final 90 seconds of the game. So, not, not joyous. Uh, not a pretty game. Uh, but it was a close game. And the Suns have now won nine straight in this postseason and leading 2-0, heading back to Los Angeles, where at least in one shop, they are a one-point favorite for Thursday evening's game in Los Angeles. Also tonight, apparently there were some boo birds at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't blame the Vegas faithful on that. The Montreal Canadiens have now owning are now owning a 4-1 series lead over the Vegas Three, Golden Knights. 3-2 series lead. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say four four one 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 one. One. it was 4-1. If it was 4-1, Tim. 4-1 was the final tonight. 3-2 <laughs> is the series lead. So the night's not done yet. If it was 4-1, they would be done. 4-1 uh, was the final tonight. Um, we had Sean King in studio, and he said he got lazy. He bet the under, and it was a push for him on that, uh, but there were five and a halves out there. Most spots it was five and a half, uh, but there was a late empty netter for Montreal to give them a 4-1 victory tonight. But man, Montreal now a chance to head to the Stanley Cup final, Jeff. A team that had more overall losses than wins. They had 11 overtime losses. 21 regulation losses and 24 wins. They were the four seed. They 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 go four one over Toronto, sweep Winnipeg, and now they're one win away. Jeff, as in some spots, what as high as four twenty five? Yeah, series dogs. It, it, it's look, it's remarkable. And again, and lost game one as you've pointed out. Four, they got it, smoked in smoked, game one. And again, Tim, this is this run is very NHL, and it is, look, Tim, they were down 3-1 to Toronto in the first round. 3-1. And they were already a huge dog to begin with in that series. And then they win three straight. Don't trail the last three games, by the way, Tim. Mm -hmm. Sweep Winnipeg without trailing at all in that series. Get smoked in game one, and then, look, I mean, I think the series is at the right, it's correct right now. Montreal 3, Vegas 2. Because the yeah. wrong team won one, one game three, yep, and the wrong team won game four. Correct. Where Montreal should have won game four and Vegas should have won game three. But now you're one step away. You're going back home again. It's it's a weird environment because it's still big time COVID protocol in Montreal, where there's going to be a little more than two thousand fans there. But Carey Price is the path to victory in this series has always been Carey Price has to play great. And other than game one, Carey Price played great. So, I, look, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Montreal cleans this out two nights from now in, uh, in, in, uh, in Montreal. But, look, uh, 
if Vegas still, I still think they're the more talented team, even though it has not shown in the series except for game one. And I think Leonard's got to start game six. I don't think it's for debate. I think you have to go with him. Yeah. I think you have to go with him. Played, played out of his mind in game five, and game four, excuse me, in Montreal. Uh, as we've talked about, you know, the, uh, the dangerous shots. Uh, it was 17-0 to in regulation in favor of Montreal, but it was a one-to-one game. And, you know, the, the Golden Knights get a win early in overtime. You, I was a bit surprised that they go back to Marc-Andre Fleury. You said, you know, the T-Mobile Arena would have lost its mind if, if it were anybody but Marc-Andre well, I Fleury. I, I didn't say they would have been right. But I didn't say they were right. <laughs> it, it was Fleury tonight. And he's not the reason they lost, but you got to go back to Leonard. And we'll see what happens uh, in Montreal as the Canadians will look to try to close out the Vegas Golden Knights on Thursday night north of the border. Can't believe we're uttering those words. Crazy. But that's the run that Montreal has been on. Game one, Hawks, Bucks. We turn the page. Look ahead to Wednesday next right here on v What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. For the third time this postseason, the Los Angeles Clippers are in an 0-2 hole, Jeff. But they won the previous two series, so we will see if they can do it for a third time this postseason. 104-103, the final. This, the Clippers do get the cover, but the Suns win their ninth consecutive game with DeAndre Ayton's uh, dunk. I would say I was about to say putback. It was an inbounds pass dunk, and you know Jay Crowder. Got to give him credit. I think you you mentioned it. What a pass. Perfect pass. What a pass. I mean, it couldn't have been in a better location. And almost, you know, watching it in real time, like I'm sure many of our, our listeners and viewers were doing so, it, it, it almost looked like he made the shot. But it was a perfect pass. It wasn't over the cylinder. And it was very close. But DeAndre Ayton dunks at home. Perfect play. And the Phoenix Suns, a devastating loss for the Clippers, as we've talked about with the Paul George missed free throws. Uh, maybe shouldn't have been out there uh, shooting free throws anyways. But regardless, uh, now they go back down 0-2, the Clippers do. And a slight underdog early in most spots there against the Phoenix Suns for Game 3 on Thursday night. Yeah, and again, I'm... Very intrigued to see how this moves throughout these next 48 hours, especially with us expecting a Chris Paul update, Mm -hmm. at least in the next day. Uh, If he's out, I don't think, I think maybe the Clippers will take a little bit of money, Tim, but if he's in, I would expect that to get up to three, three and a half, maybe even get to that four. I think that'd be a little nuts if it got to the four, but it definitely would move back up, which would then indicate to me Bet the Clippers, they're not getting swept. This is the game they're going to win. Well, if the Clippers, if you believe the Clippers can do what they've done in the previous two series, which was come from 0-2 down against the Mavericks, come from 0-2 down against the Utah Jazz, right now you can get the Clippers a bet MGM plus 650 to win this series. The Suns minus 1,000 to now win this series after tonight's 104-103 to 103 victory. Uh, before we turn the page and look ahead to tomorrow, what a crazy night in Major League Baseball with with all of the umpire, uh, how would you define it? Oh, it's the the the, uh, the umpire. Turn, turning umpires into TSA agents. That's essentially what's so it going started, on. It started yesterday, mm-hmm. and now it got... It got very weird today. It got today. weird today. <laughs> and, and the bigger one was, the biggest one, the dust-up, was Joe Girardi and Max Scherzer. Scherzer had been checked twice by umpires. The first time it happened, he already looked frustrated. Then Joe Girardi asked for the umpires to go out to the mound and check him for a third time. And that's where Scherzer and Davey Martinez got pretty upset, dropped his hat, took off his, you know, unbuckled his belt, and Max Scherzer was telling reporters that he was using, uh, he usually uses rosin and sweat as a mixture to grip the baseball. Um, And Joe Girardi said in his postgame that he felt like Scherzer was going to his head more than usual, and that's why he asked for it. This led to Joe Girardi getting ejected from the game. Max Scherzer gave him a stare down, walking off the mound in the fifth inning, and uh, it was uh, there were some theatrics 
in uh, in Philadelphia tonight. By the way, the Nationals did win 3-2. to two. Brad Hand loaded the bases in the ninth inning, but was able to get out of it as the Nats won 3-2 uh, to two over the Philadelphia Phillies. But Girardi uh, ejected from the game. Umpires said that, nope, it was just, just sweat, no gel, no nothing in the hair. And then we saw Sergio Romo go even further and uh, take off the belt and even pull down his pants a little bit uh, to get examined by the umpires. This is... This is not going all that well. Well, he becomes uh, the first uh, baseball player to intentionally pull his pants down on the field since Steve Lyons, right? <laughs> I mean, I look, <laughs> but I, 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 I can't say it surprises me that it took all of 48 hours for this to be a complete circus. Yeah, It's not overly surprising, especially when you do something midseason. When you do something midseason and the umpires already have a hard enough job as it is, to do this and now basically turn them into glorified TSA agents, I, it's insane. And, and again, look, it, it's Manfred. It's his league. He has done it very poorly for the most part through through his tenure so far as commissioner. But this, this is just ridiculous. And at some point, again, like tonight you could have had like legitimate – I don't want to say you could have had benches clearing over the, the silliness in Philadelphia, but it wouldn't shock me at some point that – a situation like this in Philadelphia presents itself and it causes causes at least a mini brouhaha that, it, again, we want to make these games shorter. This is the way we're doing this? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. We, uh, you know, hey, we got to make sure that relievers face three batters, but we're going to check pitchers for uh, sunscreen and rosin every couple of innings. Uh, Joe Girardi said after the game, I've seen a, I've seen Max a long time since 2010. Obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I've never seen him wipe his head like he was doing tonight ever. It was suspicious to me. I didn't mean to offend anyone. <laughs> Great. I always, just, always love that. I've just got to do what's right for our club. <laughs> so you're like, the old, uh, the old, uh, I just want to do what's right for the ball club, Nuke Lelouch uh, saying there. And I then did, I didn't mean, I, I, to, I, I offend didn't mean to offend anyone. It's the, it's, the, so it's the best part of that whole thing. Yeah, it, it's like the apology. <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone was offended. So, I mean, come on. There you go. It's only going to get uh, more interesting uh, as we move forward. But tonight was, uh, was something. And uh, for this to happen in Philadelphia and the Phillies to lose this game, just, oh, that's beautiful. Just tremendous. Cherry. On top. All right. Look ahead to tomorrow, as we always do to close out shows, Jeff. Atlanta getting seven and a half. You can find an eight at DraftKings against Milwaukee on the road tomorrow night. I do feel like this can be a sweep. I haven't really made a position on on any games uh, or any series prices. Uh, Aaron Oster, I know, our producer, did uh, take a flyer on the Hawks to win the series at 4 to 1. He got that at the Westgate Superbook yesterday. If I if I had to make a play, I would I would look to take the points with Atlanta, but I just I don't feel great about it. I don't like the matchup for the Hawks. Uh, I think Trey Young is going to have a a really challenging time going up against Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday is really going to challenge um challenge Trey Young and, and Bogdanovich being banged up you know, that's something that I feel like isn't being talked about a whole bunch, Jeff. But he's not healthy, 100%. He's not. So I, I really have a hard time envisioning how Milwaukee wins tonight. Or, sorry, how Atlanta wins 
tomorrow night. Yeah, but they can cover the seven, seven and a half. They I, could. I, I, I like that angle of it more than anything. Because look, it, the one the one thing is with this series. I think it, even though I thought last round was a horrible matchup for Atlanta, and again the Sixers did everything in their power to lose that series, and lo and behold they did. Mm-hmm. So like, in order for Milwaukee to lose this series, it's going to be more on Milwaukee losing this series than Atlanta winning it. It just there's a talent disparity. The Bucks are deeper. The Bucks are better than this Atlanta team is. So, uh, look, uh, for, for game one, I am going to take the points. I think it's going to be at least a tight game in game one. If you were to make me take the series exacta, I wish I was getting better than plus 230 on yeah. bucks and five. Like, that's that's by far the most logical result here, Tim. Is the, the Bucks winning games one and two, Atlanta wins game three, and then Milwaukee wins four and five, and then the Bucks are in the finals for the first time since the 70s. Yep. Um, I I might take a little flyer on on Bucks to sweep. Now, I, I think there's a reason Bucks in five is the favorite, but I, I really could see this just being a, a really challenging mismatch for the Hawks and the Bucks, as I've been talking about, getting over that hump, Jeff, of finally beating a quality team in the postseason. I mean, there's just been so much talked about how this Bucks team, I mean, down 2-0 against the Nets, losing in the fashion that they did against the Nets in Game 2. And even after winning Game 3, no one really believing in them. And, you know, can you say, well, they wouldn't be here if Kyrie doesn't get hurt? Yeah, that, that's fair. The Suns wouldn't be here if AD doesn't get hurt. Injuries happen. That's part of the postseason. And I, I think them getting it done, getting the, the fortune of, you know, whatever size shoe Kevin Durant Wears whether it's a 15 or 60, whatever it is. <laughs> if you wore, you know, 13s, they might be done. Budenholzer would be fired, and it would be a whole different discussion. But the fact of the matter was, he was on the line. So, you know, looking at exact series results here at Circa, Jeff, um, Bucks in four plus 395. So these are DraftKings odds. Bucks in five plus 260. Bucks in six plus 390. So. What's more realistic in your opinion? Bucks to sweep plus 395 or Bucks in six plus 390? Six. Six. I don't think this is a sweep. Like Atlanta is good enough to get two games off of Milwaukee. And as Jim Rude reminded us last night, the Hawks did beat Milwaukee without Trey Young That's late true. in the season. And that's the reason the Bucks had to go to Brooklyn instead of getting the two seed. In the Eastern Conference playoffs, so look uh, at Tim. I would, I would very much uh, rather have the six than the sweep. I mean, Atlanta is good enough to make at least make this competitive this series. I, I think these games will be competitive, um, and and when games are competitive, and what I will say about the Hawks is there's obviously no quit in this team. I mean, the way that they were able to finish games against the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and a similarity that the Sixers have to the Bucks. One of their best players is terrible at the free throw line. Giannis is awful at the free throw line. Went eight of 14 in that game seven. So yeah, I, the Bucks do get it done tomorrow though. And I think there's a chance at a sweep. So we will see, plus three, 395. I might take a little flyer okay. on, uh, on that plus 395.
Hey, thanks to Sean King. Awesome. Hanging out in studio for over an hour. Alec Glaze giving us insight on the Hawks. And, of course, JVT. Everyone behind the scenes, Aaron Oster. For Jeff Parles, I'm Tim Murray. This has been the Nightcap on Beeson. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 